Kiora, this program is brought to you by Wellington Access Radio. Wellington Access Radio, make your voice heard. Kiora Wellington. You're listening to Wellington Access Radio 106.1 FM. This is B-Side Stories, stories of the people who make Wellington tick. My name's Laura. I'm your host for the day. And I have a big climate change episode planned. Da-da-da! I was very uh, happy and excited to join Generation Zero on the lawn of Parliament today, and it just so inspired me to see young people taking action and asking for the Zero Carbon Act to become a law. Um, I have a really cool old episode from Laura Somerset, who's a member of Generation Zero, to play in the second half of the show. But first, but first... I am going to talk to you about the school strike for climate. Now, on Friday, March 15th, young people around Aotearoa, New Zealand, and around the world, are holding a strike. They're going to leave school for one day to tell politicians to take their future seriously and take urgent action on climate change. I have one of those young people who's working on organizing a day at her school uh, joining me today, um, Bree Renwick from Kapiti College. Hey, Bree. Hi, Laura. Thank you for having me. Thank you so much for taking the time to come into Wellington, join me on the show. Um, just, this is all mine. <laughs> I, um, I'd love to hear more about you. Like, um, you're a student at Kapiti College, and um, I guess, is climate change an interest of yours? Oh, yeah. Climate change is a big passion of mine. So um, right from a young age, just the idea of sustainability and environmental change has been a big driving passion. I remember in year 10, I did a clean water submission at Parliament with a few of my friends. And we just, that really opened our eyes to just how drastic the situation of New Zealand, down to the rivers and streams, to the actual weather changes, down to um, our dairy processes, how um, negatively impacting that is on our country and so then that's just kind of built up to learning a lot more about global climate change and then we can see every single day from snowstorms in summer to just really really bad rain that we can see the weather is having a drastic impact and we can directly see that relating to global climate change mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so yeah uh, what year are you at school I'm in my final year of high school so I'm in year 13 yeah Ah, cool. And uh, what uh, what do you like at school? Is it like, are you a science-y person? Or? Oh, um, no, I think I'm more of an English-y person. Okay. So I take like the economics and psychology and subjects like that, legal studies. Sure. Um, I'm really interested in the service sector of school, so all the youth and service groups. And um, you talked a bit about uh, the impacts of climate change, but um, do you want to say anything else about why you chose to use your volunteer time to work on the school strike for climate? Um, because the climate change is a global emergency, mm. and you might not agree with that, but the facts are pushed in our face. This is a global emergency. It might not seem like it when you're every day just walking down to school. You might think, no, the world's not going to end in 20, 80, 180 years, but it's getting worse every day. We have... This is generally just a massive emergency, what was going on, and we can't really do anything else if we don't have a planet. If we don't have, we can't worry about society, we can't worry about poverty if we don't have a planet. We don't have any option B. Option A is our planet, and we're losing it quite drastically day by day. Mm, yeah. 
So, um, tell me about what the school strike is. What is it? What, what is the day going to be like? So, on March the 15th, all over New Zealand, we have got schools that are growing every day, but at the moment we've got Nelson, Christchurch, Auckland, there's Marlborough, there's some in Wellington, which obviously where we are, and they're going to be going to outside this outside on Lanthan Key, a parliament, there's going to be a big group there, there's going to be someone walking down the streets in Dunedin, and if you can't go to wow. a big gathering outside, for example, Carpety Council... There's going to be a couple of hundreds of students and it's just a way to leave the classroom, make a point that we don't need to worry about school if we're not going to be worrying, worrying about our planets because we can't, we can only have both and at the moment we're not going to be having either of them. Mm. Um, do you learn about climate change at school? Yes and no. We don't learn about climate change as such but we learn about effects so that certain things like big businesses who aren't holding sustainable values, the drastic effects that they are having on the planet and about how that's, you know, that's for economic gain, but it's not before um, they're really worried about economic downfall and how that's going to be affecting the economy. We don't really learn about how important our planet and the environment is to us as a people. Right. Um, so no, the answer is no. We don't <laughs> learn about climate change. <laughs> um how do you think that where you live, like the Kapiti Coast, um, is doing when it comes to like reducing emissions and dealing with climate change? It's not doing awfully, yeah. but it's not exactly a standard that it needs to be held up to. Um, for example, I know that our council, we on Thursday actually, we're going to stand it on the council meeting where they are having a conference about zero emissions, zero carbon emissions, because as a whole, our um, area is lacking. Uh, for example, Otaki and Waikanae pools that are pumped with unsustainable gases to keep mm. warm. Um, and I know quite a few of our councils focuses on building seawalls and paying residents to m be able to move rather than focusing on making the coast a more sustainable area that when our future is not being protected. So, for example, my own family, we moved from Paraparamu Beach to further inland because of rising sea levels, and that was going to be destructing property values. And, like, yes, that is economic-based, but it's also life-based, that like we are not going to be able to live there. Wow. So um, so not enough is being done. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Um, uh, what do you think that the school strike, or what do you hope the school strike will be able to achieve? Um, well... We hope that it's going to make a point, a very literal point, that there are students who are leaving class to make a point that we are not going to have a planet. I feel like I cannot stress that enough. We are not going to be having a planet to live on, to be attending school to. We're demanding that our governments and governments worldwide do everything in their power to limit global warming to no point, no more than 1.5 degrees now. Otherwise, we will be having serious issues. We know that there is less than 12 years left to limit warming and to avoid such climate change and our leaders are, they really do have an obligation to act with urgency for the sake of our future and this is going to so hopefully it's, you could see it as a long shot and it might be a long shot but it is what's need to happen so we need fossil fuels we need to stop all exploration for that. Um, we need to have to regulate emissions from agriculture because in New Zealand that's almost half of the emissions and at the moment there's not even a plan to begin that. Mm. So we hope to see some serious action coming from the strike. 
uh, I, I see that you, you transition to sort of reading the demands of the strike that are on, on the website. And um, have you been involved in sort of the organizing and like, uh, I guess, how have young people sort of developed those goals and, and come up with them uh, for, for what the school strike is for New Zealand in particular? Because it is a global movement. Yeah, it is a global movement. So for those who don't know, this idea has sprung from Greta Thunberg. So right. she's a 16-year-old Swedish and um, girl, and she's known as the face who stood and talked to um, the UN about how she doesn't want your hope. She wants you to panic. And she wants you to feel the fear that she does every day and she wants you to act and she wants you to behave like our house is on fire because our house is on fire. And so we have come up with many of these ideas ourselves. We have been working with young adults as well within mm-hmm. New Zealand, but it's not really needed as such to be working with adults to come up with these goals because we can just see what do we need to have a life in 50 years or oh, we need to have a planet. So from therefore, it's been pretty straightforward. <laughs> um, and has it been collaborative? Yeah, very much so. Yeah. So there's been a team. Um, Sophie Hanford is one of them. And there's been many other people who have been working on at, um, contacting local MPs, national politicians. We've got James Shaw supporting us. Um, we've got the Justin Liston, mayor of Wellington, supporting us. Um, schools, principals sort of getting on board. They can't really. We've got students <laughs> leaving their schools. Um, it's just... There, we've been talking to people all over New Zealand, tr- communities as well, local businesses who you know are going cl- local, um, zero emissions. Sorry, they're all getting on board just to support. You know, it, the message is once again really simple: we're not going to have a planet if we don't do something about it. And so, as a whole, we're getting the youth voice involved because there are thousands and thousands of youth voice. We can't vote; it's not fair. We need to somehow have a say in the policy that is shaping and destroying our future at the moment. So something is drastically needing to be done about that. Yeah. Um, in, your, um, in your collaboration, you talked about uh, councils and businesses re- reducing their emissions. Um, I-, I guess, do, do you see a place for, or I guess, w- where is the place for people taking individual action versus... Um, uh, marching on Parliament and demanding uh, sort of a government action. Yeah, I guess you could see there's a bit of a jump there. Um, it is, for people taking individual action, that's quite, you could say simple, but I also know for some people it would be a tiny bit more of a stretch because economics, status, socioeconomics. But just, you know, buy a reusable drink bottle instead of buying a plastic one every other day. Um, don't go to the sushi shop with the plastic containers, or if you are, bring your own reusable container from home. I'm a big fan of keep cups. Nice. You know, just find ways to reuse, reduce, do time your showers. I know it sounds cringe and old, but time your showers, four minutes or less, you don't need more than that. Turn it on and off. It's simple, you know, walk if you can. You don't need to drive everywhere. Support other businesses, especially ones that are going to go zero emissions. Catch the bus, catch the train, you know, reuse clothing. If you're thinking global as well, look where the sweatshop factories are. Um, If you don't litter. You know, so some of the stuff might sound obvious to others, but this really is the things that make a difference. Don't take extra paper if you don't need it. Support businesses that support the planet. So some of those actions, like, aren't directly tied to climate change. Like, if I um, make sure that I don't litter on the on the beach or in on the street, 
it, it's not going to reduce my emissions. Uh, but I guess ha you see everything as being connected. Is that is yeah, that the connection? Yeah, for sure. Because if you dropped a piece of plastic or something in the ocean, or you just you added to a pile of garbage, you can build up um, like gases that are being released as well. For example, like CO two and methane. Driving your car, you're releasing petrol fumes into the air, and that is contributing to the heating up of the planet, which is climate change because cool. that's what's changing the climate yeah so i guess there's so many interconnected impacts and things that For we can do sure. um maybe we can all just take care of our own emissions and then we won't have to worry about a bill at parliament what do you think of that that would be a good start but it's not the solution because of the big corporate businesses that aren't holding down their own so, yes, you can't rely purely on the businesses, but as they are, I think it's over 75% wow. of major emissions within the world. We do need to call on our governments. It's not fair on the rest of the world. It's not fair on the people. Because, I mean, also this money that they're making is going to be useless to them when everyone's dead. <laughs> um yeah, I think that that uh, example you give of moving house because the uh, sea was rising and, and, and destroying properties is such a salient example. And we've seen so many this summer with the fires in Nelson and droughts in the Bay of Islands and all, all kinds of places where um, climate change is affecting people's lives now and definitely it's only going to get worse in the future. Yeah, yeah. So in my particular own example, like I'll, the sea had exactly washed over our house, yeah, but our property value had already decreased. Mm. And as, you know, just you can understand people are just out here trying to be able to survive and they do need money and a house to be able to do that. You know, you moved because of that and other people are going to be in the same shoes. People aren't going to be able to afford to move. Um, and as the youth, the young generation, we're inheriting these burdens. They're not going away. This is like a problem. We're not wanting to be bounced around in the conversation. We are the part of the conversation. This is our future. Mm. And I just cannot say it enough. It's a serious problem. We're not going to have a planet because of climate change. And since, and it makes sense, therefore, to have a school strike because that's where youth can easily be involved, just leave their classrooms for the day. What do you think old people, by old people I mean people like me, adults, <laughs> what, what do you think people are going to say in response to, I guess, kids leaving their classrooms? Well... It depends on the actual person, I guess, because some people would be, they shouldn't be wasting their education time, but others might be supportive of the fact that n the next generation may not be getting education time because there may not be no place to go to get this education. There's not going to be a need for schools if there's, the world is quite literally burning up. Sure. So they, they, I'd hope they'd be supportive of it, but in the end run, it's not going to matter too much if they aren't. I, I'd love to ask you, because um, it can be really scary thinking about climate change and the worst consequences that could come to pass, but if New Zealand and the world did right and reduced emissions and... Um, you know, the youth that are about to come out on March 15th had a big impact and everyone listened. Yeah. What do you think, how do you, how do you think the future would look different or how do you imagine a world where um, we've, we've 
taken positive action on climate change? Well, oh, that is such an optimistic viewpoint. I love to hear that. Yeah, um, yeah. imagine but, it. <laughs> oh, imagine it. But the thing is, we don't need to imagine it. It is possible at this point. I think we've got a year and a half before we go backwards. Um, we're, we're at the point where it's irreversible. We can start reducing our emissions today and make a change. At this point, the world has room for 1.4 trillion trees, which I know is a lot of trees, but that would reverse two and a half decades of CO2 emissions. Like, that's a start. You know, degrees would stop dropping. It's 1.5 does not sound like a lot, but 1.5 is enough to make a major difference right down to the food that we're able to grow and source and eat. It would make a difference right down onto your plate. So you'd have a future with a lot more trees. A lot, a lot more trees, a lot more happiness, a lot more sustainable choices. We're not saying you have to cut out whatever you deem fun. If it's, you know, just find a more sustainable alternative. Cool. And force the big businesses and governments to go along with it. <laughs> Sounds like a great plan. I want um, to let you give a plug for how people can get involved with the school strike if they want to reach out and help because they're a young person who wants to get their school involved. Um, what's the best way to get Involved, well, I sincerely hope there are young people who want to be getting involved. This is the right. global emergency, and so we are treating it as such, or at the very least we're trying to, but we need more people to join us. This is a movement. It is a youth movement, but we do also want adult support. Parents are more than welcome to come to their local strike. Um, like the paid student strike for the number four, Climate NZ on Facebook, and visit the website. Join so you can find the actions going on around the country. Contact us if you want support planning your own actions and join the youth climate movement it's global it's welcome to everyone the movement will only become stronger with more people involved we all depend on a healthy planet whether you want to agree or admit it or not so this is a fight that concerns every living thing on this planet great uh and for for young people who might hear this and want to plan something at their school or for for their fellow students what is that like from your experience oh it's great Yes. It's really good. And as, <laughs> as you get to meet more people, like I've got to meet you today, That's right. um, and you you are making a difference. And while, you know, what your plan, you're like, you might even get five people to leave your school. You might get 50. You might get 500 people to leave your school. It is possible. You know, those teachers, it, you can take it right down to the little nail biters. Those teachers are going to notice five students missing from their classes. The, they should at least be chasing up to be, oh, where are these students? They'll see they're at the strike. They'll think, oh, why are they at a strike? Oh, we need to reduce emissions. Okay, how can I reduce emissions? Absolutely. Um, and you, and um, have you found that your fellow students are receptive? And yes, we're expecting at this point at least 80 people from our school That's great. to go strike. And then our neighbouring local school, Paraparuma College, I think they're trying to hit 200 students to leave their school for wow. the day, which is a significant amount of people. Yeah. Really is making a physical impact. And are they just going to sit at home and put their feet up for the day? No. Um, I believe most of the students outside from Kapiti College and Padapadami College are going to go down to Kapiti Council. And we're expecting Otaki College as well, local place centres. Um, I know some students are going to go into Wellington, though, to be outside Parliament. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah so it's going to be a good day. Fingers crossed, a good weather. Please, cool. climate change. <laughs> <laughs> 
climate change, you put it, put on a good day when we need it and then go away, please. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wish. That's cool. Um, yeah, great. So, so many opportunities to get involved, places to go and make young people seen. Yeah. Um, school strike for the number four climate mm-hmm. uh, online to, yeah. to find the website and the Facebook page and yeah. everything else. There's and, Instagram and as well. <laughs> there's an Instagram. Yes. Awesome. Um, that's great to hear. Thank you for, I guess, caring enough to take action, Brie. Thank you for having me. Thank you for caring enough. Uh, that's Brie Renrick from, uh, Kapiti College. She's talking about the school strike for, school strike for climate. I'm just going to play a quick song and we'll be back with more, um, more inspiring, uh, activity around the Zero Carbon Act for the second half of the show. Stand by. Here we go. (laughs) 